0: Hey guys, welcome to Wrestling Days and welcome to Wrestling Days Reviews. We're reviewing this week's NXT. Now, uh, what I would say just as a headline about this week's NXT was that there was quite a few moments in here that I thought were strong. Um, I definitely started losing interest towards the end of the show. I think that a two-hour NXT is very difficult to book because I think they've got some really good things on the show. But um, honestly, I, I feel like an hour, you've got one of the best wrestling shows on TV. Uh, I, I really think if you take like just the, the best of this show, put it into an hour, you've got such an incredible wrestling product. Uh, it's, it is there, but there's just stuff in here that I think waters it down a little bit. Um, but we'll go through it all. Um, I think the ending is very strong. I think the start is strong. The ending is strong. Um, and as I said, maybe like once we start going into the second hour, maybe the start of the second hour, kind of midway through the second hour, that for me was a bit soft. Um, and actually during our watch long conversations are kind of just naturally drifting into other things um, just because it wasn't kind of holding my attention. But it brought us back for the main event. And what a main event it was. Um, a big shock at the end. But of course, we will get to that. Let's start, shall we, with uh, this first hour. And as I said, I thought this first hour was really strong. I, I was really impressed um, with the cage match. We were talking about when was the last cage match for a tag team in WWE. I don't think we quite found an answer on that, but the last one we could find was 2017 Hard is against the bar at Extreme Rules. So this isn't something that we see on a regular basis. We get Hell in a Cell. And uh, we've obviously seen Elimination Chambers. Um, We know that they've done uh, tag team cage matches, of course, in other promotions, but not something you see a lot of in WWE. I like it. I like the fact it was somewhat different. Um, I like these two teams as well. I think that tag team wrestling uh, is a a real turning point right now. It, It doesn't feel like it's in the strongest place it's been in WWE, but the future certainly looks quite bright. And I would say that these two teams are I don't know if they're leading the charge, but they're certainly amongst the front runners. Certainly the Creed brothers, who I think a lot of people are very high on at the moment. Um, They're they're great. I mean, they're just great wrestlers, very powerful. And um, yeah, locking them in a cage uh, with pretty deadly was uh, fun. A lot of uh, them trying to escape, trying to run up the side of the cage, quickly get out uh, pretty uh, deadly. Playing the roles of heels very well, um, but the the real story of this match was when uh, Damon Kemp came down. He would handcuff uh, Julius Creed to the top of the cage, preventing him from actually escaping or doing anything. Uh, this was uh, uh, great because uh, Damon Kemp has been uh, obviously feuding and turned on the Creeds. He's turned on Diamond Mine. This was a real clever way of him kind of, you know, getting involved, preventing creeds from winning. It also meant that we got a real nice moment where Brutus was locked in a cage with both pretty deadly. And to be honest, you don't quite know which way that's going to go. I mean, Brutus is a beast. So him being locked in a cage, you kind of look at pretty deadly thinking, it's not great for them, is it, being locked in a cage with Brutus? But of course, the numbers uh, were too much in the end. And so it was a victory for Pretty Deadly. Uh, Julius could do nothing but watch his brother get beaten up eventually. Um, He did all right, though, Brutus. He held on for a while. There were some nice close calls in here. Uh, I remember at one point as well, I think Julius, uh, massive superplex from the top uh, that Julius took. So there were some nice spots, nice moments. This thing ate up about 20 minutes or so, 25 minutes of the show really strong I was really into it yeah great as i said if the show had been an hour and you start with this cage match and you end with the north american championship match and then you have a few things in the middle like say i don't know quincy elliot uh, maybe you chuck in some else as well like this could have been a banger of a show this could have been one of the greatest wrestling shows uh, of the year but uh, as i said it's just it's hard isn't it to kind of stretch it out over over a two-hour period, but really good start. I thought this is a really good cage match. Uh, then we go backstage to find out who, 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 who is facing Carmelo in what would be our main event. You, the fans, you, the fans, got to choose this. You lucky devils. You lucky devil, You got to choose. You, you took your time. You went to the website. You, you, you looked at all the options. You were like, oh, do I go with Von Wagner? Oh, do I go with Joe Gacy? Should I go with Wesley? You, you, you thought it through. I would imagine you called up family members and you was trying to get them to give you answers. Who should I go with? And there's probably big conversations, big debates as to who, where your vote's going to go. Um, eventually uh, it seems like the majority of you settled on Wesley. So that is going to be a great match later on in the show, isn't it? Can't wait for Wesley against Carmelo Hayes, uh, the match that you, the people, have uh, decided you want to see close out this week's NXT. So lock that in, get excited. That will be our main event of the evening. Uh, Moving on. So uh, here we've got Mason the Night Howler, uh, Ramirez, legend, right? He came out with uh, Briggs and Jensen and uh, Fallon, Fallon, what's her name? Fallon Henley. Uh, So uh, we've spoke about these names before. Fallon Henley. Maybe that's her real name. I don't know. But uh, they all came out. Uh, apparently, uh, this is a Connor Cure Thriver. He's a big fan of NXT. This is a nice moment. Um, got nothing bad to say about this. Why would I? Uh, Fallon Henley uh, gets into the ring, has her match. Uh, she beats Lash Legend. Lash Legend, in my opinion, didn't look great at the start. There was some strikes here that looked real snug. Uh, there was a few uh, moments that just looked a little off. I wouldn't say there was anything, like, massively botchy, but you can just tell that it's not clean, it's not crisp, it's not quite there. The timing's just that half a second out. It's just, you know, where you don't quite land on your feet, there's a slight stumble. You know, it's nothing that you're going to really point at and laugh at, but it's all just a little uh, not right. Um, I feel like that's coming more from Lash Legend's side than it is Fallon Henley's side. Um, very short little contest this I mean didn't really stay around long enough to offend anyone and uh, Fallon Henley picks up the victory Uh, then can I just say I've got a criticism of NXT here Uh, one of many actually but this one is that they do a rubbish job of letting us know who these people are you can go a few weeks without seeing people and unless you watch religiously like, it's, it's hard to know who these people are. There was a graphic that came up that said these people's names, but it didn't tell me who was who, right? So it told me uh, who the guy was, and it told me who the girls were, but it put the girls together. So, and I can't even remember their names now. I've seen them a few times before, but I can't tell you who is who. So I would have written the name down if I actually knew who this person was. Like, I, I have been out of NXT for a little while and I've come back in. And so it's really interesting, actually, looking at it with fresh eyes. It's really interesting coming back in, having not been watching it for a while, to kind of look at it a bit more as, say, a casual fan would. And I think this is something that could really improve. Like, there is no reason as to why the three names of these three competitors were not bang, 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 like on screen, right in front of them. There's no reason why they didn't do that. Instead, it was the dude's name by him, fair play, and then the girl's names put together in a box just over at the side where you don't know who is who. It's as if, like, it doesn't really matter who is who. They're a, they're a tag team. That's all you need to know. These are, the, these are their names, but it doesn't really matter who's who. But it kind of does when one of them turns around and says she's just heard she's going to be out for nine months you kind of go, oh, well, that's a shame. Who, who are you, by the way? <laughs> Sorry, what was your so, what was your name again? Sorry. So I, I literally had to write down nine months and that was it. So uh, I have no idea what her name is, but it's the one in green. Yeah, she's sad. So just know that. Uh, and then uh, Von Wagner arrived. Uh, he got into it with the dude. I can't remember his name. I keep wanting to say Shanky, but it's clearly not Shanky. It, it might be Sam or something i don't know uh but uh yeah they got into it these are people that we haven't seen a great deal of in recent weeks so uh they're clearly building towards von wagner versus this dude uh so that is a match that should be coming up in the future (sighs) ah i love this where's the kids where's the kids where's the kids literally he came out with them they had the match Match ends. We go to that little segment, which I cannot stress this enough, lasted all the 30 seconds. Then we see him again. Kid's gone. Kid's gone. The kid is gone. So it feels like, yeah, 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 you can, you can, you can. Come on, Nightcrawler. You can come out with us to the ring. Yeah, come and live your dream like this. The second they could drop him, he was dropped. He was gone. Forget about it, kids. Don't. We don't want you hanging around us. We don't really like you. That's the vibe I got. So, in my mind, massive heels. Briggs, Jensen, Fallon, they could not drop that kid quick enough. They could not get rid of that kid quick enough. As soon the first time, where's, as, soon as they walked through the curtain after the match, where's the parents? I think I'm allergic to children. Unbelievable! And do you know what they do? Do you know why they needed the kid out the way? Because this one, who I think is Jensen, I don't know, he started simping all over Mandy Rose like hardcore simping. I mean, you can see the facial expressions of the women on screen. In many ways, it was probably best the kid wasn't around for this. But uh yeah, he was simping. He was like, "Oh, I saw your picture." Uh, last week, like you looked amazing. She was like, "Thank you," and all this. And he was trying to hit on her. I mean, I mean, honestly, if it was me, I would have said, "I saw that picture last week, and you need more cushions on your seat in the background because you are lacking on soft furnishings." That would be what I would say. That is not what he said. Um, and you look, you can see the reaction of the women here. It has not gone well at all. So, in many ways, part of me thinks that it was probably best. The kid wasn't around uh, for this. But uh, this segment ends with uh, basically Fallon Henley kind of getting, like you know, a bit uh, in the face of Mandy Rose. So they're clearly uh, building up to uh, maybe a match between them two in the future. I-, I don't think Fallon Henley will get the victory there. My understanding is that she's still quite new in ring. Um I don't know. Uh, like I think Mandy Rose made a comment of I would be excited if I won my first match as well I feel like Fallon Henley has had other matches so don't know. I think they're kind of just making out she's maybe still quite new in ring she's been around for a little while but uh, either way I don't expect her to get the belt off Mandy but I think they are certainly teasing a match uh, then uh, we got Toxic Attraction in the ring. They were gloating about how they're the best thing in the world. They um, have, you know, been the best thing about NXT because th- this was, and I haven't mentioned it yet, this was NXT's birthday. Happy birthday, NXT 2.0. What better way to celebrate a birthday than by inviting a child to uh, come to the ring, massive smile on their face, and then dump them backstage? Leave them backstage! Discard them like garbage! What a better way to celebrate your birthday. So, uh yeah, basically they were going off about how they're multiple time tag team champs, aren't they brilliant? Blah 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 blah, super boring. And then out came Alba Fire. Alba Fire came down. She did a great job. She was like, you don't know anything about me. You think you know about me. You don't know anything about me. Um, I'm here for that title, blah, 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 blah. She starts swinging away, um, beating him up with the baseball bat. I mean, I feel like we're definitely, I feel like we're building towards Fallon Henley and Mandy in a match, but I feel like the person that really could get that title from Mandy is this girl right here. Alba Fire, I think, is the feud, and I think she could be the one. She really could be the one. She was a longtime champion in NXT UK as Kaylee Ray. And uh now they've changed the name. I like the graphic. I mean that that intro looks great, doesn't it? With like the fire on the screens and all the smoke and everything. It looks really really good. So uh yeah, she could be the one. She could be the one that ends this uh quite lengthy uh, Mandy Rose title reign. Then we got Cora Jade saying that she's the best thing since sliced bread. She wanted all the fans to like her. And, you know, she was just kind of there was a lot of reflecting on this. I mean, there's a big Brom Breaker segment later where we look back on his time. Uh, And this was kind of a way of looking back on Cora Jade's time. So we look at her when she was a face. We see her like being excited for when uh, Roxanne Perez comes in and her turning on her. It was just a way really of doing a retrospective for uh, Cora Jade. So and, and at the end, she kind of lays a little bit into Wendy Chu. Um, and then we do go to Wendy Chu and Wendy Chu is just like kind of dismissing it. So, uh, yeah, I think we could be building into like a Wendy Chu, Cora Jade, uh, feuds, uh, equally. I don't think, uh, Roxanne Perez and Cora Jade are quite finished with each other. So still got things to do there. So there's definitely a lot of feuds and things that are bubbling, uh, around at the moment. But, uh, yeah, this this more than anything, I think, was just a way of doing, like, a retrospective for Cora Jade. Uh, then we... Hang on, we need to uh, resize this, and it will be worth it. Don't you worry about that. Uh, by the time we resize this image... Hang on, there's Cora. There he is, like... Oh! <laughs> Super diva so uh it was the arrival of quincy elliott uh quincy elliott on a chair uh this dude looks like funky mabel um he came down he was like grinding up against the ring post uh this it was pretty wild pretty wild uh if we go over oh dear this one's all out of fur uh, sizes but well. i tell you what it can't cope look <laughs> there he is uh it can't cope with uh some of these images some of these images are too much for this post-show review, by the looks of it, but there he is. Uh, he does a bonsai drop, and he does a lot of, like, gold dust mannerisms. There was not much to this match at all, at all. He did more of the gold dust kind of stroke in his body kind of mannerisms than really anything else. Um, there was a lot of them actually did that. His finishing move was a bonsai drop. They never called it a bonsai drop. They didn't call it anything. I think it will get a Quincy Elliott name. But uh, yeah, it was fun. I mean, I'm down for this guy. I'm down for something different. A lot of people saying Velveteen Dream has let himself go. Uh, you know, he does give off those kinds of uh, vibes. But uh, yes, he was, it, it was fun. I must admit, really, up until this point, I thought the show had been pretty good. Up until this point, you know, even with this, I was on board. This was someone I was quite interested in seeing. We've been seeing the vignettes of Quincy Elliott, Um Probably could have done without Fallon Henley and Lash Legend, but it was it wasn't around long enough to offend, as I said. And this wasn't around long enough to offend. This wasn't great by any stretch of the imagination. This was just an introduction to uh, this new character. So uh, yeah, we got uh, Quincy, Quincy Elliot. Then uh, we went backstage and we saw uh, Wes Lee being beaten up. Wes Lee was uh, being uh, destroyed now. Don't worry. I'm sure this won't affect the main event because you lot voted for it. So I'm sure that he'll still make it. But uh, this was a bad beat down. I mean, I didn't know how he was going to make it, but I'm sure he will. I'm sure he would. They wouldn't. They wouldn't have you vote and waste your time voting for someone to be in the main event only for that person to then not be in the main. They wouldn't do that. So, uh, yeah, this is him getting beaten up, but he'll, he'll be all right. Don't worry about it. He'll make it. Uh, Then we move on. Uh, I don't know. Maybe this is where I'm starting to struggle, to be honest. Maybe this is where I'm now starting to drift. Uh, This is Tony and Stax taking on uh, Cameron Grimes, who, I don't know, is it just me or does he deserve better than this? I mean, like, he's been around for ages. He's been involved in loads of stories. And now he's just, I don't know, just fighting off some factions that want him to join I, it just seems like a bit of a rubbish story to me. Like, the creative here seems a bit flat. So, uh, you know, Tony wanted him to join. He said no. So now he's in this match. He needed a tag partner. He didn't have a tag partner. Joe Gacy comes down, who also had tried to recruit Cameron Grimes. He's like, I'm going to help you. Cameron's like, I'd rather you didn't. I don't, I don't need your help. But Gacy does help, and Gacy actually gets the win uh which as i said he gets the win in a match which i don't even know that he was officially in because like cameron grimes is like i don't want you as my partner i don't need you in this match but uh gacy kind of tagged himself in so i I suppose the ref just had to go with it but yeah i mean like i could understand tony and stacks being a bit upset here they just lost to someone who wasn't even really in this match but um yeah he gets the pin he gets the win Uh, There's then a face to face. Uh, Gacy's got his arms out. The crowd at this point are chanting, hug it out, hug it out. Like Gacy is a heel. I know he's just come down to try and help Cameron Grimes. So maybe they're thinking he's now turned face or something. And uh, they're like chanting, hug it out. They don't hug it out. Cameron Grimes turns him down and then Cameron Grimes gets beaten up. So uh, that's what happens there. Uh, Schism. Start beating him up. Joe Gacy then uh, gets involved as well. Cameron Grimes, pretty rubbish day at the office for him, really. You know, he has to try and battle Tony and Stax on his own. Then the person that comes to help him is someone he really doesn't want. Then that person gets the win. Then he has to say to him, I don't want to join you. Then he gets beaten up by them. I mean, it just sucks. I mean, it's a real it's a real rubbish time to be Cameron Grimes. So, uh, yeah, as I said, maybe this is where I was. Maybe this is where I was drifting a little. This was weird as well. So J.D. Madonna, right, or Madonna or whatever it's called, he was having a shave and the dude that was shaving him cuts his neck. I mean, I don't know about you. If I was having anyone, anyone, I don't even care who it is, anyone in this world, like, was shaving me, yeah? That sounds weird, but they're shaving me and they slice my throat. I'm not going to just sit there and go... Oh, that's that's unfortunate, isn't it? <laughs> Aren't you gonna you gonna you gonna be like, gee, what have you done that for? Like, you're gonna like, there's gonna be just a natural reaction to someone cutting your throat. So, like, he gets like, and he's like, and he just like looks at all this blood on his hands, and he's just got like this little smile on his face. I think at the end of his promo, he's like, "Go away, go away. I'm not happy with you. You just cut my throat." <laughs> <laughs> you just sliced my throat. You could have killed me. I'm not happy with you. Go away. So I don't know who that dude was. Perhaps I mean he looks quite big and awful. Fa- now I'm looking at him he looks quite big. In all fairness, he is quite a big guy with a razor blade. So maybe you wouldn't want to go too angry, right? I I will I will go that far, but I did feel that the reaction here was a little it was well, certainly more muted than what my reaction would have been. That's all I'm going to say. Then we go to another retrospective. And uh, this is Braun. Braun is uh, just looking back on, uh, obviously, uh, his run. And uh, what a great run he has had. Massive uh, splash, you know, uh, facing Tommaso, facing the likes of Dolph, facing the likes of Gunther. Being champion for the majority of the first year of NXT 2.0 um yeah it was good it was good um this was all right it it was fine did a job i mean if you if you've been watching nxt 2.0 there's nothing here you wouldn't have already seen so yeah uh tyler bates says that he uh wants to be champ you know he had a match came up short he wants a rematch so he challenges bron he says that he knows that uh there's other challengers and uh jd is someone jd Is going to have to be uh, like, you know, someone that's going to have to go through Tyler to get a title opportunity. So Tyler wants an opportunity. JD wants an opportunity. He says they're going to have to fight each other. Simple as that. And uh, so it looks like we're getting Tyler against JD. Winner will go on to face Brombreaker. They haven't actually said that. They've just said Tyler against JD, but certainly seems like the winner of that will put themselves as a number one contender of sorts. So, uh, yeah. Uh, then yeah, I couldn't get into this. I mean, there was some all right stuff here. I'm not a big Nikita Lyons fan at all. I think she's got good kicks, but I I don't find her to be very captivating. I don't find her to be engaging. I, I don't find myself, like, rooting for her. I don't feel any emotion to her at all. Like I don't root for her. I don't want her to win. I don't care if she loses. I'm just very passive towards her, and I don't even know the other women. So this was um, Ariana James, I think, Kayana, someone, and uh, like we call her fake Stephanie McMahon because she looks like a fake Stephanie McMahon. Uh, so uh, I, those two, who I don't believe have been around for very long, it's quite a lot of new faces all the time with NXT, I find. There's a lot of like fresh blood coming in, and we had a couple of uh, promos as well for even new faces, more new faces that are coming in. So they're constantly bringing in like new people. Um, so, yeah, you had Nikita Lyons. You had uh, Zoe Stark. I really like Zoe Stark. I think she's a great wrestler. Bottom line, Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark win in a match, which had made no impact on me whatsoever, so, yeah. This was uh, another one. This The Cameron Grimes match, this match, this is where, for me, there was, like, the the lull, if you will. Uh, then we saw, again, I don't remember seeing any names on screen for who these people are. I think one of these is f on or something. I don't know who the other person is. They were talking to Little Red Riding Hood, who we saw and have seen for a few weeks um but yeah they were they were chatting to little red riding Hood. they were talking about schism and then i believe schism come out and it gets into like a big brawl so you know there's what i will say is they they try to cram on as many people as possible uh i think obviously if you've been watching like for months and months and months you will know who these people are but if you are like me someone that's just come back into it because of heatwave and uh how great that card was And then the shows that followed, I thought, were very strong. They don't do a great job of, like, filling you in as to who these people are. And even if they put their names on screen, they don't put them in front of who the people are. And that's something that really jumped out to me as I was, like, trying to make notes to kind of go through uh, and explain everything that was happening. So, yeah, I I think they could definitely do a better job. Certainly with, like, you know, the turnover of uh, people, people coming and going all the time. Like, there's just constant new faces or people that you won't have seen for a few weeks that are, like, popping up or whatever. So so just a little summit that I think they could uh, improve. Then we got some other new faces. Uh, This was Javier Barnell taking on Hank Walker. I believe this is Hank Walker's first match. He uh, was apparently uh, a recruit. He is someone that's new. He is someone that's... Wade Barrett said he's not ready to compete. And apparently, this is weird. Apparently, when you're a new recruit, you have to pay your dues by being working security, which is weird. But because you would think they would have trained security be security, maybe that explains why WWE security is so bad. Because it's actually not trained security. They literally just get NXT recruits to put a security shirt on and just hope for the best. I don't know. Um... But yeah, we have actually seen Bron Breaker as security, and we've seen uh, other stars be security. So in a way, there is a, a little bit of truth to that. If, like, when you first start, they do tend to put you on TV as security. Um, so there is a little bit of truth to it. In this kayfabe world, though, they're trying to make out that they're actual security. And uh, apparently that's what this Hank Walker has been. He's been uh, doing some backstage security He's been getting into uh, some verbals with Javier Bernal, um, who I think has been disrespectful to some of the female talent, another talent. And so they end up having a match and Hank Walker gets the win. Can you believe it? Hank Walker gets the victory. Crowds were the crowd were all right, actually. I can't say they weren't into it. Uh, the crowd were all right here. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was all right, didn't anyway, we get to our main event, so uh Carmelo is in the ring, and of course you know he's uh talking about how he dealt with uh wesley uh, uh Wesley's coming out i mean you you lot voted for Wesley, he's about to come out right, so even though he's saying i beat up, a beat up Wesley, there's no way he's going to make the match now. it's going to be Wesley, so uh he's chatting away main event, North American championship, let's go to the opponent. Solo, Sokoa. Now, do you know what? All jokes aside, yes, you did vote for someone that then was not in the main event, right? But all jokes aside, it's pretty cool, isn't it? Solo, Sokoa. I, I did wonder if it was going to be, like, a name from the main roster, but uh, and in a way it is. Uh, but this is someone that's only just recently left NXT. And uh, so he comes back. He says, I told you I was next in line. And so here we are, Solo Sokoa against um, Carmelo Hayes. Um, not a bad little match, actually, this. Not bad. They don't get tons of time, but there is an overrun, which is not needed. They don't need those extra eight minutes. I mean, sure, they've been allowed to have them, so they're taking them. They don't need them. They don't, they don't even need a two-hour show, right? Sure, they've been offered two hours, so they've taken it. But for me, NXT was so much better when it was an hour. And this show, I'm, I'm not even lying, right? This would be one of the best wrestling shows of the year if this had been an hour. Like, there is some great stuff here. This main event, the cage match, other things. Like, yeah, like you could have had a really good hour. But uh, we get this. He comes down. We do go into the overrun. And would you flipping believe it? Solo Sokoa, the newest member of the Bloodline, gets the victory so that is another belt going to the bloodline a new nxt north american champion i don't know how long um we'll have to have a little look into that how long carmelo had been north american champ for i know he's had that belt for a quite a long time i don't know if he's held it dropped it won it back something along those lines but i know he's had that belt for a long time of nxt 2.0 whether that be in one reign, two reigns, three reigns, I don't know. But um, every time I've tuned in, he's been the champion. So this feels like it was a really big deal. And uh, yeah, another belt for the Bloodline. This means that Solo Sokoa, when he goes to SmackDown, is going to have the North American Championship. And that means that we've got, obviously, Roman with his belts, got the Usos with theirs. Solo's got a belt. It does leave Sami Zayn beltless the uh, honorary oos, the only uh, member of the bloodline now to not have a championship that might put pressure on sammy to have to try and get a belt from somewhere um i, I mean like i don't uh, i don't see him getting the intercontinental uh, he could maybe get the 24 7 i don't even know who's got that at the moment i don't know if it's dana brooke i'd fancy his chances against dana brooke if i was sammy i'd just go after that just get that that'll do so, uh, yeah, we'll have to see. But Solos Coa, quite the shock. But uh, a really fun match. Really, really fun match. Gets the victory. Gets the job done. Then there's a video package at the end of the show where we hear from Shawn Michaels. And uh, he is just talking about how NXT is constantly evolving, constantly moving forward. And uh, nothing is specifically said, but that is the closing image of this week's episode. And it is a new logo. It, it looks kind of black and gold, black, gold, and white. Um, it's, I don't know, does this, nothing is said. I don't know if this isn't just a little nod to the past. You know, we are NXT. What we're doing now is just a continuation of what we started when we was black and gold. Or if this is just a nod towards going back to black and gold the only thing i will say about this is that if they change the logo to that right that's cool i got no issue with them doing that i it doesn't change the booking right you can you can you can take all the color out of this show and make it black and gold but it doesn't change how i feel about this show it doesn't change about the booking of this show like, it's still, to me, it shouldn't be two hours. I mean, even when it was black and gold, I felt that. Since this has been on, like, network TV, I felt that two hours is just a bit too long for the developmental brand. So, I don't know. If they, if they change it, it, this is going to have people excited. This is going to definitely grab people's attention. This will definitely be a talking point. But, like, they're going to need to look at the booking. I mean... For me personally, and people can tell me I'm wrong, I prefer Triple H's booking to Shawn Michaels, and that might just simply be what it comes down to. It might come down to the fact that I grew up, kind of, uh, watching NXT when it was an hour, yeah? Um, Whereas now it's two hours, and to me, there's definitely things I would lose. And also, we grew up watching Triple H's NXT, not Shawn Michaels. So these changes our change is that now that I've come back to NXT as a bit of a casual fan and I can kind of watch it with fresh eyes, I can see that it's it's still there. Like, you know, the, the things that we love about NXT, they do still live, you know, great wrestling, good uh, talent that's coming through, but it's just that it is spread out across two hours rather than really focused in on, like, with one hour. So I don't know how you address that, to be honest. I don't know how you change that because NXT will have people that just love NXT. They love these two hours and that's great. That's great. But I I think that for me personally, this is a show that I can sort of take or leave. Uh, It's not not essential viewing for me, NXT at the moment. And that is something that that I wish would change. I I really do. I wish it would change. I want it to be essential viewing. I want to feel the way... That I did when it was one hour on the network, and I know the problem is that it's two hours, and that it that that it includes a lot of you know stuff which doesn't really I I don't feel that engaged with. There's a lot of new faces. It's very hard to get invested in new faces. I do think they do a good job of building those new faces up. I mean, like we saw Quincy Elliott this week, and I was really excited about that. But like once they've debuted and you've seen them for a few weeks, they obviously lose a little bit of their appeal. Um, I don't know who that Javier Barnell is. I have no feelings towards him. Uh, I've got no feelings towards Lash Legend. I uh, don't have any feelings towards um, Nikita Lyons. I know many people do. The people they were facing, the fake Stephanie, the Ariana James, like it's hard to have feelings for them. That way uh, that was backstage or whatever his name is, that was talking to little... Red Ridinger, like, there's a lot of people that you, I just don't feel much towards because I haven't been watching NXT. I know that that's on me, but, like, I've not been seeing these people either. So, and even when I do, sometimes I don't even remember I've seen them. We were talking about how we saw Von Wagner a few weeks ago. I don't even remember it. I don't even remember it. So... It's, it's difficult. It's, it's hard. It's, it's a job that I don't envy of Shawn Michaels trying to book NXT because you haven't got tons of stars to turn to. You're having to make stars with the future talent, you know? So that's always going to be a challenge. But Triple H did it, and he did it really, really, really well. And, like, takeovers in stadia, in, like, arenas. Uh, were amazing and honestly he probably could have done a stadium like NXT was the hottest brand maybe I don't know has AEW taken some of that away maybe AEW because there was no AEW around when NXT was an hour on the network and uh maybe like you know if you wanted real great wrestling NXT was one of your only options yeah you could have gone watching other promotions but like Within, like, you know, the WWE umbrella, Raw, SmackDown, you know, very hit and miss at times, certainly under Vince, maybe a little better under Triple H now. But, uh, yeah, if you wanted if you wanted the wrestling brand, that was NXT. Maybe that's not the case anymore. I mean, it still is. But you've got AEW now, like maybe maybe AEW has really taken we know for a fact that a lot of fans have gone over, I mean, Izzy, for example, who used the girl that used to be in the crowd. Uh, She, I know, now does a lot with AEW. I think she was at the press conference, for example. Uh, I think his name was Kyle, the guy that always wore the Everton shirt, always saw him in the crowd at full sale. I don't see him around anymore. In fact, last time I saw him, he was in the AEW crowd. So I wonder if that has just taken a little bit away from NXT. Now, the fact that you've got that now on a Wednesday night. I don't know. I don't know. I I really want this to work. And if they're about to make this change, and this isn't just a little nod to the past, but this is actually a nod to the future, it is exciting. But does it change anything? Does it change anything? Or does it just change the logo? Don't know. We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. And that is this week's uh, NXT. I'm very interested to see people's reviews. As I said... It was all right. It was I, I think that there is a solid show here um with you know some stuff that I definitely could have uh, left but um yeah great cage match shock surprise at the end. Um alba fire moment I thought was all right. I enjoyed watching uh Quincy. Um so there was some stuff in there. But uh yeah, we'll see what next week has got to bring. I think next week we get JD against Tyler Bates. And there was a couple of other things that were announced as well. I think maybe Wendy Chu in action next week as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what next week brings us. But this was um, all right. We'll see. I've got a feeling that you lot were probably quite grabbed by the ending. I've got a feeling that that the ending might have won quite a few of you over. And, um, like, Solo Sokoa winning that North American Championship, I think... Will have papered over any cracks, so I am probably expecting quite a high score as a result. Um, uh, Marblin said, "I've got an idea. Let's say Finn gets kicked from Judgment Day. He could start his own faction called Baller Club uh, with Jordan Devlin involved. Um, yeah, you could do that. You could do that. I, I don't know. I don't know that Baller Club." I don't know. I don't know that Baller Club ever quite grabbed me. Baller Club, kind of sounds like a Finn Baller fan club, doesn't it? Um, so I think I might be tempted to change that name. It's a little bit of a play on Bullet Club, of course, but um, I don't know. I don't know that Baller Club. It it makes it seem a little bit Jericho appreciation society. So yeah, I don't. I don't know that I would go with that name, but. Um, Even so, yeah, I like Balor being the leader of a faction. Uh, I think he deserves that kind of spotlight. I know a lot of people have said in the past, let's bring Bray into Judgment Day. But I think if you do that, Bray is then undeniably going to be the leader. And I think that would be a real shame for Finn. So Uh, John says, "Uh, when do you think Mandy joins JC and Gigi on SmackDown? When do I think Mandy joins JC and Gigi? Um, I, I don't know because I don't even know if they are on SmackDown, to be honest. I think they've been used on there just to kind of see how they look. Just to, uh, like, you know, put them through the paces. We need, you know, we need a women's tag team, basically. Let's let's bring them up and uh, use them for a few things. But I don't know that they're there permanently. I think that they might just be floating in between the two. You might actually see them float in between the two for a while. Uh, and then maybe they come up uh, in the draft, uh, which is not until next year. Or maybe this is it. Maybe they're, you know, just going to get called up now. But I don't know. I, I, I feel like it won't be too long. I mean, as I said, the draft at the very latest. I'd say the draft at the very latest. But um, I feel like they've just been using them because there's not many established women's tag teams And so you've got one in Toxic Attraction. um, And so where you need to plug a gap, they're very good at that. Uh, Fake Stephanie is Kiana James. Her partner was Ariana Grace. I was getting them mixed up. I was calling her Ariana James. So, uh, yeah, okay. Kiana James and Ariana Grace. Uh, I'll have to try and remember those names. I uh, I still don't know, like, uh, there's a few that I don't know. I still don't know, the, like, the names of the pretty deadly guys. So I need to work that out and, you know, the one that's out for nine months, as I said. So definitely uh, quite a few names that I need to, you know, uh, try and learn, if you will. But uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see where we get to next week. I mean, that uh, little tease at the end is very interesting. I, I don't even know what to expect from NXT next week now. Or if it is going to change over to maybe it's not going to be NXT 2.0. Perhaps it's just NXT and it's kind of that new logo. I don't know. Do we go back to full sale? Uh, I don't know. It is very interesting. Uh, Michael said H Triple H did tweet out that new NXT logo and he said we are NXT, so it could be a new logo. Okay. Uh, Marvelin said, how would you dream book WrestleMania? I don't know, dude. Uh, that, that's a bit too far in the future for us, but I can tell you that I would book Rock and Roman and I would book Cody versus Seth. So those would be my two uh, big matches. Uh, Carmelo has had two reigns, uh, says Jim, uh, in 274 days. So it's 172 days, then 102 days. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate that. Uh, Kieran said, is black and gold NXT coming back? Well, I mean, look, that's what we just drilled into. If it does, what changes? That's the question. What changes? So if you bring back black and gold NXT, what changes? I mean, you can change the logo. You can go back to full sale. But does the show's booking actually change? Does the way the show is structured, the way that people are used, the matches we get, the segments we get, does does any of that change? Because it feels like people want black and gold back. But I think what they want is they want the old NXT back. And that's why we just spent a little bit of time exploring that. And, and my point is, I don't know that you can get the old NXT back if you don't have Triple H booking it. And also, to a degree, if it's going to stay two hours on the network. I don't know. For me... Black and gold was at its peak when it was one hour on the WWE network. Two hours on USA network um, is a challenge. And I don't know. You can change the logo, but is it going to change everything else? Or change what people want it to change? I don't even know what people want to change. Perhaps they just don't like the logo and they don't like the colour scheme and they just desperately want that to change. I don't know. Feel free to let me know. Uh, Michael said, it's more like NXT white and gold. Uh, Big Boy Dally said, I've seen some rumors. It's Noam Dar that's under the red hood. That would be interesting. Mm. Uh, James said, do you think James Storm comes to WWE? We could get Beer Money Inc. in WWE. Uh, I I don't know, to be honest. I mean, um, you could because it's another tag team for the tag division. It seems like they've moved... Uh, Dolph away from Robert Roode. So uh, you definitely could look to go that way. But I I don't know that they will go that way. I don't know. I don't know that they will go that way. It's, it's another tag team, isn't it? It's another tag team. But I don't think if they do come in, I don't think they would be a big deal. I think there would just be numbers to the tag division. Uh, imagine three hours of NXT, says um, uh, Joe. Uh, Nelson said, "I love two hours more than one." Uh, Michael said, "When was Brombreaker a bodyguard? I remember him being standing in the background. There was a row of bodyguards. I want to say potentially when Samoa Joe and Carrion Cross were in a feud. I remember them. It was quite explosive, and there was a row of bodyguards in the ring. And I remember distinctly." Someone saying, oh, that one, that's Steiner's son. So that's why it rings a bell. Uh, Can we just meet in the middle and go for an hour and 30, says Just Nick. Uh, Jim said, I want more actual wrestlers in NXT. Mm. That's another good point, actually. That's another good point because, you know, we we had Finn come from New Japan. We had Nakamura come from New Japan. We had uh, Steen and El Generico come in from the likes of ring of honor you know we had this indie talent that would come in that knows how to wrestle matches whereas now what we've got is we've got a lot of athletes that are learning how to wrestle matches so it means that the quality of matches has for the new starters for the new guys has the standard has definitely dropped as well so I mean, if you honestly, if you want black and golds and that's what you want, you need to go to an hour, you need to go to indie talent, you need to go to potentially Triple H's booking. And um, I don't know that you need full sale anymore. I would have said full sale in the past, but I actually think the crowd has got better. Uh, when uh, when we saw uh, NXT 2.0 first start, I thought the crowd was awful, the crowd was really quiet just really not really getting involved in that much at all. And I remember on those early NXTs saying, we really need to get back to full sale, that the atmosphere is nowhere near what it was when it was at full sale. I don't think that's true anymore. I actually think the crowd has really got into the product, warmed to the product, and now we find ourselves uh, where we've actually got quite a good crowd. So I I don't think you need to go back to full sale, but... There's definite, you'd have to make those changes. And I think, I think that's a good one. I mean, we actually spoke, uh, me and Nick spoke during the wrestling escape pod about the whole athletes against um, uh, wrestlers, indie talent wrestlers. It was an interesting conversation. And uh, yeah, I think that that has uh, contributed to the NXT 2.0 brand and the feel of the show is the fact that we use a few more athletes rather than indie talent. Uh, Brom was a bodyguard, then so was Creeds. I looked it up, you was right. Oh, the Creeds were bodyguards as well, were they? It's interesting. Um, I believe the girl that is, I believe, Ulisa or something like that. Oh, the one that's out for nine months is called Ulisa. Okay, thank you. Uh, did you see reports Triple H is going to give Nakamura a big push? Uh, I haven't seen those reports. I can't believe it because he gave him a big push in NXT, obviously put the NXT championship on him. Uh, as well as that, we know that Triple H is a fan of New Japan and what they do over there. He brought over Finn. He brought over... I think he played a part in bringing over AJ. He brought over Nakamura. He wanted to get Switchblade Jay White. He got Kashida. So it's quite clear that he's got a great awareness of New Japan and what happens in New Japan. And he will know that Nakamura is one of their biggest names, one of their biggest stars. And he has been horrifically booked on the main roster. I mean, it's just been awful. So uh, if Nakamura is going to be getting a big push, then uh, I'm definitely here for that. I'm definitely here for that. That would be good. Uh, It was Joe and Cross have a good night. Uh, Good night, Fee uh, Hex D for Hexed. Uh, my dream at uh, WrestleMania cards would be Brock and Gunther for the IC, says Marvland. Uh, Bobby versus Gagano versus Chumpa for the US. Cody versus Seth. Theory versus Cena. Rock versus Roman. Rock wins and Theory uh, cashes in. Thoughts. Um I wouldn't have Rock beat Roman just because I think whoever beats Roman is going to get a massive push. I think for the for the Rock to be the one to benefit from that he doesn't need it. I think that what you want to do is actually put over someone that would really benefit from it. If the Rock beats Roman, the Rock doesn't get any bigger than he already is. He's already mm-hmm. as big as he's ever going to be. He's one of the biggest names in the world. So if he is the one to beat Roman I would feel like we've just wasted the whole Roman title reign because I'm waiting to see who is Roman going to put over, who is the person that's going to beat Roman, and I feel like it needs to be someone that would, that can get bigger, someone that would really benefit from being that person. Um, Theory Cena, I'm definitely down for that. Cody Seth, yeah, I'm down for that. Uh, Bobby versus Gagano versus uh, Champa. not the biggest fan of triple threats. So I would probably just go if Bobby's the champ, Bobby Tommaso or Bobby against Johnny. Or who knows if Bobby's even the champion by the time we get there. Uh, Brock Gunther for the IC, I would need to know why Brock cares about the IC. That would be my only problem with that. uh, Brock is all about main championships, main eventing. He's all about money. He's all about being the guy. Why would he give a flip about a mid-card belt? I'm sure you could find a way of doing it, but it would just need that back back work, that kind of background. If you could do that, then, yeah, I'd be be down for some of that. Uh, Modern Mogul says, are we on course for Volta versus Lashley? Yep, we're on course for it. Uh, Just Nick said, Roman was on Logan Paul's podcast and it was a good watch. Uh, Michael said, I think he said not for the title. Rock wins and then Theory cashes in. Um, Rock wins a match that's not for the title. It's going to be hard, isn't it? I mean, I feel like why wouldn't the title be on the line? Why wouldn't the title be on the line? No, I wouldn't do it. I think whoever beats Roman, it should be clean and it should be someone wins and pins them and benefits from it. Because to be honest, even if Theory cashes in on Roman, that's going to feel quite cheap because it's a cash-in. And I don't know really if that makes... I mean, Theory can certainly shout about it and say, I'm the one that finally beat Roman. So he could certainly shout about it. But everyone's going to be like, yeah, but you cashed in. So it's not going to have the the impact. You know what I mean? It's not going to... Roman's had this title for so long. He's beaten so many people. We've built him up, built him up, built him up. It's got to be that when he loses that title, he loses clean. It's got to be. he has got to lose that belt clean. No cash in. No cash in. Because that you're just taking away the moment. So whoever beats him needs to beat him clean. I think if you have theory cashing in on Roman you're really throwing away everything we've built because whoever beats Roman is going to get a big push from it they're going to get like you know they're going to be the they're going to be the guy they're going to be the person that did it it's going to be the guy so it's it, it's a little bit like someone beating the Undertaker's streak thanks to outside interference like Yeah, you beat the streak, but you didn't do it clean. Like, that would have sucked. Imagine if The Undertaker streak finally ended with outside interference and someone, like, you know, costing him the streak or whatever. That would have sucked. Um, Whereas, like, same with Roman. If uh, Theory cashes in on Roman and it's not clean, that would suck for me. I, I just think, like, we've built him up, we've built him up, we've built him up. Put someone over, put Sammy over, put Kevin over, put Bron over, put Gable Stevenson over, put someone over, put them over clean. Uh, AWC uh, Legend said put Nakamura on NXT and rebuild him again. Yeah, I I, I don't know what you do, man. I don't know if you do put some people back down in NXT. I mean, they have put Apollo down there and they have put Mandy down there. Um, Do you put a few more down there? Like Nakamura? I don't, I, I don't know. I really don't know. Do they just get in the way of the progress of other stars? But saying that, if these other stars have got so far to develop, they've got so much they need to improve, maybe you just need some stars down there to just carry a bit of the weight. Because at the end of the day, this is a show on USA Network that needs a degree of ratings. And if you are just relying on like this fresh blood that's you know going to take a while to season, you know, maybe that's why we're seeing Mandy and Apollo and Solo Sokoa coming down and you know, because they need that support. And maybe you do put Nakamura down there for a little bit, I don't know. But if he's on the verge of a massive push, I would have to think, I would have to think not, I would have to think that's probably not the way that they're going to go. Uh, Modern Mogul said Brock could be in a three-way for the IC and WWE, taking the titles off two individuals in the same match. Jim said, how about Brock and Shelton go after the tag titles? Again, if you can just give me the story as to why. I mean, I know they're great friends. I know they're great friends. Um, If Brock would be... If Brock would want as a face, if Brock feels that Shelton has not had his his you know what he deserves and he wants to help his friend. i could be down for that story i could be down for that story but it would just need that little bit of background work brock's always been presented as someone that just cares about himself so for him to now want to help out Shouton would be a little strange but i could buy it easily with you know that kind of few uh promos where he's like listen You deserve better than what you've been given. I want to help you kind of a thing. That could be cool. Uh, John said at this point, I just don't care if Theory wins by cash in. It's the money in the bank briefcase. But I think Theory will lose the case before he cashes in. We will see. Uh, Brian said, if you put too many stars down there, ones that have been there for five and a half years, what is the point of it being developmental? Well, it's because you've just got so much TV time. You've got two hours. I mean, you can do developmental, but you can do other things as well. And if you've got a lot of talent that is not ready to carry that brand, um, you might might need some stars. I mean, that's what we've got. We've got Mandy. You know, we've got Solo. I mean, Mandy is the women's champ. Solo is now the mid-card champ. Uh, Granted, they've gone big with Braun, but I mean, it wasn't that long ago. Dolph Ziggler had the belt. So <clears throat> kind of feels like they are leaning on established talent just so that that talent that's coming through can really progress, really, you know, get some matches under their belts and climb that ladder a little bit. Uh, Carrion versus Drew. Extreme rules confirmed. Feud, says Adam. Apparently, Deji is going to fight Floyd Mayweather in Dubai, says Connor um brock taking the tag belts off the bloodline for a bit of revenge and already being former ov tag champs with uh shouting benjamin makes sense uh technical game said how was nxt well we can find out because we can go to the community's thoughts so uh let's do that shall we jump over to the community's thoughts and as soon as we're uh done with this we'll jump back to the comments and then we'll look to wrap this baby up. Uh, I do want to say a big thank you to everyone that joins us for these reviews. And I and I think just before we do get stuck into this, like I do think that that graphic at the end has definitely made next week's show super intriguing, super intriguing. So we'll have to see where it goes. Um, you know, the future could be very, very bright for NXT. Um but I think it's right that we sit and talk about where we think the product is and where we would like the product to go. And, um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, quite the statement and, uh, people telling me that triple H has sent a message out saying, uh, we are NXT with that new logo. It's interesting. It's very interesting. <laughs> wow. 10, 10 out of 10, apparently perfect show. Uh, nothing could have been changed. So, uh, 10 out of 10, according to the community. um, So seven uh, responses says 10, six responses said eight, uh, four responses said seven. So at the moment, according to the community, this is uh, a 10 out of 10 show. Um, Right, Solo Sokoa was uh, a favorite part. Uh, It's not part of the show, but you followed me on Twitter earlier, and that's my favorite part of the show. Uh, We've got a new North American champion, and I'm interested to see what they're going to do. Uh, White and gold is here, formerly known as black and gold. Um, Also, Smackdown commentary said that Solo was jealous and that's why his name is Solo. Uh, Why did they say that he was jealous? I have no idea. I I, I have no idea why they said that. That's not something that I've heard uh, said before. Um, Yeah, weird. Weird. Uh, NXT 2.0 said uh, rebranding it to white and gold. uh, Solo winning and days blocking William and Austin. Yeah, William and Austin, uh, former members of this community, uh, gone and very much forgotten. Uh, The debut of the super diva Quincy Uh, Elliott and the black and gold NXT logo at the end of the show. Uh, Quincy Elliott spreading mayonnaise over his body and rubbing himself all over days, says apparently James Chadwick. I don't know if that's a James Chadwick type comment, to be honest. But, uh, I mean, I don't remember that happening during the watch along. You'd think I would recall that. I do like mayonnaise, though. And I do like Quincy Elliott, so, yeah. I can't say that didn't happen uh solos returns to nxt and wins the nxt north american championship says hayden the part where austin was banned uh i couldn't let austin go alone i want to see bailey's arm please acknowledge me you want to see bailey's arm uh you need to go to the bailey arm youtube channel for that uh where i think they just do Hour-long videos of uh, Bailey's arms. Uh, this is the NXT review, which has got nothing to do with Bailey or her arms. So uh, very much, you you're very much in the wrong place, my friend. But thank you for taking part all the same. Uh, Bron Breaker winning Superstar of the Year, Solo uh, winning the new NXT logo logo, and Hayden rocks at the anniversary celebration moments. Solo, Solo, Damon Kemp and the Creeds, Solo, Solo, Black and Gold coming back. Uh, Our conversation about Fallout, Uh, Usos, We the Ones, Solo, 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 Solo. Uh, Someone said uh, Quincy Dust. He was very uh, Gold Dust, wasn't he? Uh, Fallon versus Legend. I don't see these two as big names. Don't think they will be contender for the women's title, to be fair. I think Wendy Chu has a better chance than them. Solo winning North American Championship. What are they going to do? It's stupid. I don't like it because he's a SmackDown star, and I hate it when they show up on other brands. Uh, I just bought my wwe network so it's refreshing to see i don't have an opinion until i watch it regularly interesting uh william and austin being timed out look it's happened they've gone deal with it uh javi and bloodline adding more gold leaving nxt without a mid-card title uh fallon henley kicking the kid to the curb yeah <laughs> yeah uh why well, no casey and caden don't know you kind of I mean I'm all right with not having everyone on the show every week I've said that before that that was something I loved about the one hour show was that you didn't have everyone every week and it meant that next week you can be like it's Casey and Caden next week and you're like oh okay I haven't seen them in a few weeks that'll be good rather than seeing you know the majority of people every week uh solo I am winning I'm over the bloodline watching people getting beaten up again yeah, that is a problem with uh, pro wrestling. Not finding out who the mystery person is. Deji will fight Floyd Mayweather. That's uh, the part of the show someone didn't like. Uh, the, the Well, someone liked the least, actually, was when we discussed that earlier in the chat. Uh, Days banning Austin and William. They're gone. When I was banned. Oh, so... That's interesting. That seems like it was from uh, one of our convicts that's managed to uh, find a way into this Google feedback form. Uh, The Super Diva debut, Super Diva Dude. uh, Toxic Attraction, no Roxanne Perez, Hoof Hearted, uh, Quincy Elliott, no more food. Not sure. The Fiend was someone's least favourite part of tonight. Nothing grims i think they mean cameron grimes hank yes hank walker so there we go uh and let's just go back to the score and it is official score 10 out of 10 that's it that is a community score 10 out of 10 uh jim said one would think an anniversary show all the champs would be on the show yeah that's true uh convicts that is how they are to be referred to on social media uh days it says live from london people should know this that's true live from london Um uh, but, but i think that's everything are we up to speed with everything uh he talked to her last week when the bodyguard got in his face uh days can you block austin and william You can block Austin and William, but you can't block anyone your own size. Uh, No, I've said this before. I mean, guys, if you want to be a bully, always pick on people smaller than yourself. It's just stupid picking on people your own size. I don't even know why you would do that. I mean, that is bullying 101. That is literally the first thing you learn when you go to bullying school. Always go for smaller, weaker preferably younger uh people than you um because you've got a real advantage over them if you pick on people your own age and your own size you might you might not be able to bully them as well so yeah no it's a good point edward but hopefully that explains why i like to go after people that are weaker like austin so uh right guys we're done uh, pick on the weak and the powerless says Arash Mind. Yeah, I mean, if you take just one thing away from this NXT review, uh I very much hope that it's I very much hope that it's that. Uh right, guys, we're done. Thanks a lot for joining us. Really appreciate the support. Uh as always, hope you enjoyed NXT and it's going to be very interesting to see what kind of NXT we get next week. We will be here for it. Whatever NXT we get, whether it's you know, multicolors, black and gold, white and gold. We'll have to wait and see. But uh, a very, very interesting future awaits. Awesome, guys. Thanks for watching. I'll see you again next time. Bye for now.